1: Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. When you
0: are a Christian and you contemplate what it is to live a transformed life, some people will say a life that is submitted in obedience to following Christ, somehow that means behaviours in our lives need to come under the spotlight that God puts upon our own hearts and our behaviours. Well, sometimes we're pretty good at making excuses for doing the things that we know are wrong. Sometimes we talk about making excuses for the sins of our lives. Well, Bill Muhlenberg has been writing about making cheap excuses for sin this past few days, and Bill's joining us for our regular update for a Friday. Hello, Bill. Welcome back to 2020
1: great to be back.
0: Bill, what is the inspiration for you writing this piece that you have this week? In fact, two pieces because there's more than enough excuses and you needed to overflow into a new article, but is this something do you think that is really common in amongst the Christian community where we do try to make cheap excuses for sin?
1: Well, sadly uh, I think it is fairly common uh, certainly I've found it plenty and I think anybody who uh you know, seeks to live a godly life and wants to encourage others to do the same, uh, will come up with uh well, believe it or not, opposition from other Christians. Uh, you know, people claiming to be Christ followers who get kind of angry with you, uh, when you share some of these kinds of things. Uh, you know, certainly look at say the social media uh, I recall once I simply posted a Bible verse uh, from Hebrews, which says, "Without holiness, no man will see the Lord." You know, this is God's infallible word. That's what God said. And yet, I, I recall somebody actually rebuked me. It got mad at me, a fellow Christian, saying, "Oh, Bill, you're just being legalistic." Hmm. <laughs> I thought, <laughs> how in the world? when you simply share the word of god which encourages us to be more christ-like how do you get rebuked by other christians so that sadly has happened to me often where it seems like people simply want to make cheap excuses for, uh, if not sin, at least a pretty lackluster Christian life. We'll get
0: into some of these excuses in just a few moments, but it's interesting, isn't it, the way that we sometimes will want to express what we think is right, and sometimes people will take that as passing a judgment, and you might be Mm -hmm. just reflecting what might be a good, holy, godly, biblical behavior, but some people take that the wrong way.
1: they often do Uh, I mean sure we have to be careful uh, when we share our concerns with others whether it's just a gentle admonition or encouragement in the Lord or if there's some areas that you're trying to point out some obvious sin or need of correction sure we have to be careful we have to be humble we certainly don't want to be uh, hypocritical in our judgments which was the point of Jesus in uh, Matthew 7, but the New Testament is full of commands for believers to urge one another on to, uh, you know, reprove and correct when necessary, to rebuke even when necessary. Uh, We just have so many commands about urging believers on in the Lord, encouraging them, and that may mean some rebuke or admonition and correction on the way. But, uh, you know, it it cuts both ways. A lot of people don't want to hear these kind of things. And sadly, a lot of Christians don't want to give these kind of things. They think, oh, look, uh, people will think less of me if I do this. I might lose some friends, so I'll I'll just let this go, even though I think there's some real sin in this person's life. You know, will back off from doing our biblical responsibility. So it kind of cuts both ways.
0: Well, Bill, let's go through some of these excuses. Uh, the first one you've got is one that we might all have heard, not just uh, personally in relational type conversations uh, with friends and people that we might mix with, but also uh, loud and clear in the public. And that is the idea that love is all that matters. What are your thoughts on that one? <laughs>
1: Well, as I say, in my article, in fact, I've got about six of these in two articles, as you mentioned, so twelve all up, and I'm sure I could find another six to do a third article uh, but as I say, there's you know there's always a bit of truth in all of these excuses, all of them have some uh biblical truth, yeah, love is you know sure uh, love is you know the greatest, as Paul says in first Corinthians thirteen however, it makes a real big difference is just what exactly we mean by love, right? Uh, the biblical definition of love is a far cry from, uh, well, often the world's uh, definition of love, and often that of Christians. You know, we've heard love is all that matters uh, constantly in the homosexual marriage debate, right? Christians saying, oh, well, love is all that matters, so if two homosexuals love each other, why should we be opposed to that? So it makes a huge difference, A, how you define the notion of love, and then B, uh, you know, if we're going to use something like that as an excuse for sin, either our own or somebody else's.
0: Okay Bill, let's move on to another one and of course there's lots of things where we can step over the mark, whether it's a bit of a dodgy business practice or Mm. whether it's gossip, Uh, could be all sorts of different issues in our lives that we're dealing with but someone will say, well who hasn't lied at some point, Mm. Uh, what sort of excuse is that?
1: Yeah. Well, look, uh, again, on the one hand, they're right. You know, we've all lied, we've all, you know, we've all sinned. It's it's just, the, you know, who are you to judge me? You know, you're a sinner as much as I am. Well, yeah, sure, that's true. But that's not the issue. The issue is, even though we're all, as Christians, still people who are dealing with sin, trying to become more Christ-like, uh, that should never be an excuse again to uh, either excuse sin or to prevent christians from sharing their concern with others uh... you know have i lied in the past yeah but i've repented of it i've moved on and i'm asking by god's grace that i don't do it again but there's some people who want to continue in their sin and use this as a cheap excuse so uh, i think you get the point Sure, we're all sinners But that should never mean that we never have a chance to share biblical truth with other brothers and sisters. Sure, we try to uh, deal with it in our own lives first. That's the matter of integrity. But the idea that we should wait until we're perfect before we can uh, share with any other Christian some of their shortcomings, uh, that's simply uh, incorrect.
0: What about when we try to justify our position by saying, well, it's just your interpretation? Uh, There are other interpretations, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Look, I get this as well all the time. In fact, I just got it recently on the social media. Uh, A fellow who says he's a homosexual but also says he's a Christian, Uh, we were going back and forth, and I said, well, look, the Word of God is pretty clear. Uh, on the matter of homosexuality, uh, you know, uh, if we want to claim to be a Christian, well, there's certain sins we seek by God's grace to, uh, you know, move away from, not make excuses for. So the first thing he said when he wrote back was, oh, Bill, that's just your interpretation. You know, there's all kinds of interpretations, and I thought, oh, dear, here we go again. He's using, uh, you know, this kind of spin as an excuse for his own lifestyle. The truth is, anybody, if you simply went to the Word of God for the very first time and read everything it said about the issue of homosexuality, it doesn't take rocket science or a seminary degree to see that, you know, everywhere homosexuality is mentioned in the Bible, it's mentioned in a very negative light. It's always seen as sinful, always seen as something we must flee from, so, you know, forget this idea, oh, that's just your interpretation. Uh, Blind Freddy could see uh, what the Bible is saying on this issue.
0: Bill, there used to be a fairly popular car sticker, and I haven't seen it as much of recent years, but a sticker that used to say, Christians are not perfect, just forgiven. And uh, that mm. seems <laughs> innocuous enough, uh, seems to be quite innocent, uh, but is that sometimes an excuse that we use for sometimes getting away with our bad behavior,
1: well again, yes it, it often can be uh again it's it's you know it's got a lot of truth in it, uh sure, we are forgiven by the grace of God when we come to Christ at Calvary and repent, come to him in faith, we're forgiven, praise God, uh, you know, so that that's the good news uh and sure, we're not perfect in this life, we don't attain. Sinless perfection, we strive to become like Christ, complete and mature, to be perfect as he is, so that 's the goal of sanctification it 's a lifelong process of becoming more christ like less selfish and sinful, but again, it can become a cheap excuse uh, you know i 'm forgiven you know i 've got my fire insurance i 'm going to heaven, so I can sit back and relax i don 't have to worry too much about what I do and My behavior, well, that's a perversion of the gospel. We're never meant to uh, just be justified alone, but justified and sanctified, to use the theological terminology. We get right with God. Uh, because of what Christ did but then we go on to a life of uh, spiritual growth and development
0: Well we're not going to get through all of the ones you've listed in the two articles you've posted this week but one from your second article Uh, and this is uh, one good excuse uh, that you're going to be able to make if you want to try and get away with your bad behaviours this idea of who are you to judge me Uh, this is a pretty good excuse. I think we could all probably use that pretty well.
1: Uh, Look, this is probably the biggest and the best and the most often heard, right? You hear this all the time. Who are you to judge? As if, you know, I've got no right as a believer to be concerned about the welfare and the spiritual standing of uh, a brother or sister in Christ. Well, I've written on this so many times already. Uh, Anybody who goes to my website, just type in the word judge. You'll get plenty of hits, all kinds of articles explaining what the Bible does teach on the issue of judging. We already mentioned uh, Matthew 7, where Jesus did say we should not judge in a hypocritical fashion, but he goes on in the very same chapter to talk about discerning, you know, uh, the spiritual fruit of others. We need to discern, we need to assess, we need to judge (laughs) in the proper sense of the word. The Bible is full of the need of believers to judge in that sense. So uh whenever somebody kind of throws that off as a deflection, they're really saying, "Well, I don't want you to look at my life. I want to keep doing what I'm doing even if I may know it's wrong or sinful. Uh I just want to keep doing it things and I don't want you butting into my life." So sadly, it really does often become just another cheap excuse for sinful behavior. And again, if you love your brother or sister, you want to see them set free from any such sins and become more Christ-like. So it's a loving thing to do, to judge in the biblical sense of the word.
0: Bill, we're all prone to sinful behaviors, and to be able to identify some of the excuses we use is actually quite good, but I guess the... Uh, deeper underlying message here is to keep short accounts uh, not only Mm -hmm. with those who we might be affecting by our behavior but short accounts with god and i imagine to have the sort of direction and orientation of our life to become more christ-like not expecting Mm -hmm. perfection but then not to make excuses either
1: yeah absolutely right we do have to keep short accounts with god beginning with ourselves But the place of accountability groups, being with others, small groups where you hold one another to account, that's so very important. Uh, Wesley and the early Methodists, of course, were very keen on this, and that's quite an important way to go. So, yeah, it's all about church life, if you will, uh, loving others enough to keep each other to account, to push each other on in the Lord to be the best we can. That's That's a good thing indeed.
0: Well, Bill, I'll point people to your latest articles and you've got a bunch of great uh, listings there in those cheap excuses for sin. The article is entitled Stop Making Cheap Excuses for Sin. And I'll point people to the Culture Watch page. Simply Google Culture Watch, one word, or go to com. Bill, always good getting an update with you on a Friday. Thanks for being with us again today on 2020.
1: Always a pleasure.